everybody. Welcome back to the Two Dudes Rank Tunes podcast. I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper, and uh, it's time for some chaos. Chaos. So yes, once again, we are reviewing a Hollywood Undead album. This one is the last in our series of Hollywood Undead. Our right? trilogy of yes, Hollywood Undead. our trilogy. I mean, technically it's like 2.5, because yeah. the other was, you know, a 2. very bad EP. 2.5 HD final chapter prologue. <laughs> <laughs> but this is their new album, Hotel California, with a K. With a K. So just before we get started, just to remind everyone of our scoring methods. So mm-hmm. each song, we give 1 to 20. Then we average that score out, and then we give the album a score of 1 to 100. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, if it's 0 to 5, it's not good. Yep. If it's 5 to 10, it's okay. Yep. 11 to 15, pretty good. You're knocking on the door of a banger. 16 to 20, it's a banger. Yep. But this is this was an interesting album for mm-hmm. them. It's... um. I mean, we'll definitely discuss more of this as we get further into it, but it was a very diverse album. It was. And I, I, the number one thing I'm hyped about with this album is they finally went back to, like, a lot of different types of songs. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like with, with New Empire, there were a few things that they tried out, but most of New Empire just kind of, like, globs together for me. Yeah. And especially Empire, New Empire Part 2, which I think is their worst album they've ever made. Mm-hmm. The New Empire, some of their songs are good, but overall, I, I can't really remember many yeah, songs. Yeah, not, n- not memorable. And I think that... Looking back to like even um, five and um, Day of the Dead, like those had very like s- like very uniform identities within yes. the albums. Like um, five definitely was skewing more to like their like oh, not metal but like hard rock yes. angle. But and then like Day of the Dead was more like synth party stuff. Mm-hmm. But this album musically it has a lot of different flavors. Yeah, it kind of almost felt like a greatest hits. If yeah, you know. yeah. Now, some of those songs might not have risen to the same yeah. level, but it was it was very interesting now, in that regard. Now, the question is, Brad, compared to New Empire and like where Hollywood Undead had been skewing, is this album a, re- a return to form for Hollywood Undead? Ooh, that's a good question. I think it is to a certain degree because there's a lot of variety here. Yeah. You've got some party songs, you've got some gangster songs. (laughs) We are going to talk about the gangster songs. Now, there is... Okay, I'm going to be real with you here. There is some cringe here. Oh, there is definitely some cringe. And we will discuss some of those during the lyrics. One of the cringe songs might be my favorite song. Hey, that's that's okay. (laughs) Sometimes, when it comes to ranking... Certain different things appeal to different people. Yep, different, so, different things hit. You, someone might, I might love a song, and people are like, "That is a terrible song," <laughs> but that's just how it be sometimes. And so, with that being said, unless you had any other thoughts on this album, no, 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 we'll we'll talk about it more as we go yes. in terms of like the themes of the album. Yeah. So let's get started on the first single from this album. Is was this the first single? Yep, okay. It was, and I didn't even realize this was a single for a new album at the time. I was like, oh, they're probably just coming out with a new like um, EP or something, because like this mm-hmm. this album felt really fast. Because like this is like a year and a half after New Empire, because that was December of 2020. That's yeah. a quick turnaround. I've noticed this with some bands. It seems like, I think COVID was a big part of it. That yeah. Because they weren't touring, they had time to release many more albums. Yeah. Like, I've noticed musicians have released sometimes, like, two albums within a year of each other. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts, but then again, when you're stuck at home and you don't have anywhere to go. We better not have to wait four more years for a Disturbed album. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Please, no. So, Chaos. So, my initial thought with this is... 
I didn't like that they brought the screamo part back. Yeah. Because that gave me old school, like, Hollywood Undead. Especially mm-hmm. swan songs. Yeah. Which I'm sure, as I've seen by looking up the Hollywood Undead <laughs> Reddit, people really like swan songs. People really like swan songs. And they really don't like some of the newer stuff. And that that's okay. <laughs> we, will, we will guard and protect Danny. <laughs> yeah. But Deuce is clearly superior. <laughs> We're going to have to review a Deuce album. Oh, man. <laughs> Is that can we give it like a score below zero? We're gonna give it a cancel out of out of uh, out of twenty. <laughs> Deuce is canceled. We'll just instead of reviewing it, we'll just play in the background the YouTube video that weird what happened to Deuce and just play that <laughs> right loud in the background. Yeah, record yep, that. Yep. So what would you think of this song, Chaos? So um, honestly, I'm not usually that into Hollywood and Dead songs that go this particular brand of hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so like. On five, there was the song um, California Dreamin'. Yeah. That's, that kind of is similar to this. This is harder than that. But yes, it is. Kind of a similar vibe where, like, they go, like, with the super hard instrumentals. And, like, honestly, that's not my favorite brand of Undead. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, to me, like, this has a different feel than, say, something like um, From the Ground. Where, it like, does. From the Ground is, like, more just pure screaming, mm-hmm. whereas this is more, like, screaming with the harder uh, instrumentals. Yeah, definitely. It, it reminded me a little bit of Day of the Dead, but harder. That's mm. just kind of an interesting with that. I also want to say, like, I actually liked all how all the guys had parts in this, and they yeah. each seemed to contribute to the tone of the song. Yeah, that is cool. Kind of like they're, they're back. Yeah. And I, I do, sometimes, it seems like Hollywood of Dead songs, a lot of times there's only, like, two people singing in it. Yeah. So I like it when all four of them are included, because it seems like they just don't include Funny Man very yeah, they, often. And, but this album, in some ways, fixed that. Yep. He was on a decent amount of songs in this album. Hey, man, you forgot about the homeboy Funny Man. Come <laughs> on, huh? <laughs> and the producer. Man, you about to call me Funny, Funny Man. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, whatever happened to Shady Jeff? Let's yeah, bring, we, we need to know what happened to Shady Jeff. Bring back Shady <laughs> Jeff. And the curls. And Deuce. <laughs> I want Deuce and Danny to have a dueling song where they're both just yelling at each other. Like, they they ha- they missed a per- golden opportunity to bring those three guys back and name this album just eight. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be chaos. <laughs> what was your favorite lyric from this one? So, my favorite lyric was, Another grave for pretty slaves, but you won't effing bury me. <laughs> mm. Mine was, death, death from above, death from below. I try to run, but it won't let me go. Ooh, that, that's a good one. And, like... Um, kind of like closing my thoughts on this song, um, I, it set a very harsh tone for the album. Yes. Which I thought is. was interesting, that I do think they carried through the album. Like, this this album, and we'll talk about some spe- specific songs, like, ha- had a darker element to it, but in a different way than mm-hmm. Notes from the Underground. Yeah, it didn't... Notes from the Underground, its dark themes felt more, um, like a bad dad or like a school shooter or something yeah. like that. This more felt... This had a lot of emo energy. Yeah, this, this was a lot more personal, it, it felt yeah. like. So, unless you had any other thoughts, I gave this one a pretty high score. I gave it a 14. <laughs> What'd you give it? Uh, divide that by two. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this nice. was actually my least favorite song off the album. Oh, wow. You gave it a seven. Oof. Yep. Oof. Okay. The, hey, gonna, are you going to break it out? Are you going to break it out? This is my first time breaking it out. <clears throat> How dare you... <laughs> For I those, accept. For those who don't know, we reserve each other <laughs> at least two times where if we really disagree on the song, the other person can say, how dare you? Yep, yep, yep. But that that's okay, because my score raised up the average. <laughs> but tell us about 
Are you? Do you feel like it's time to start a world war? <laughs> world war me, just for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, this uh, song title, man. Yeah. So actually, um, there's there's a song by um, I think it's uh, oh, what is it? Um, let me. I'm gonna check my playlist because I am. Yes. While you're doing that, let me just let me just start us off. Yeah. So, give us give us your first point. Danny does seem to have some real power behind his voice in this song. Yeah, he does. Which, Danny's voice... Okay. I get why people don't like Danny. Because sometimes he can sound a little bit too pretty boyish. World War Me is a, is a song by Theory of a Dead Man as well. Ah, there we go. There and we that's go. a solid song. Y'all should look yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I really did enjoy speaking of the singers. I enjoyed Charlie Singh's intro to it. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. What did you think of this song? Um, So, I really like that they added like more instrumentation throughout the song because like mm-hmm. it starts with just like them singing in like one beat and then they like start adding instruments throughout it yeah. and i thought the song got stronger as it went yeah um and uh yeah that was i mean that was my general vibe on the album what did you think or, yeah the song? um i thought a lot of the parts were interesting i thought j-dog's sinister whispering part was cool yeah that was cool <laughs> and i do think the song has just that hint of that old hu faux Ooh. narcissism yeah oh, more me <laughs> Yeah, my, kind of like very like egotistic. Yeah, my favorite lyric was actually Charlie Scene's part. Maybe God will listen to me if I pray more politely. It's true, I don't know what side me to listen to. Got the devil on each shoulder, it's the truth. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. And the thing with Hollywood Undead songs is sometimes they throw in just... I don't even know what you'd call it. It's just like vague religious undertones that just make the song sound deep even if it's not that deep. <laughs> That's the best way I know how to put it. That is 101 to like making people think you're deep is throwing in random edgy Bible references. Yeah, like uh, I feel like Paradise Lost was their one legitimately really, really good song that had some basis and like yeah, spiritual yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And all the ones after that, it's just like, okay. I mean, you just threw in the word Holy Ghost there because it rhymed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, so my favorite lyric was uh, when uh, I think it was the J Dog whisper part when he was like baptized in a shallow lake. <laughs> <laughs> so funny fact about J Dog, they once I was watching an interview one time where they asked them what their favorite bands were, and mm-hmm. J Dog just had the same three answers: Slayer, Slayer, Slayer. <laughs> and when they asked him what his favorite like food was, he just said whiskey, rum, and tequila. <laughs> J Dog is like he, he's just the edgiest person in the band. Yeah, for some he, reason. he literally is. I feel like he's the one who could legitimately like maybe be considered a gangster depending on what his background is maybe (laughs) so far i think this album is stronger than new empire but we'll see how it holds up going through yeah yeah so i I gave the song an 11 you know i liked it i gave it a 12 okay okay that's that's more like it (laughs) i'm i'm gonna i don't think we're gonna deviate too hard for a few of these songs. We'll see, though. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. When it gets to our favorites, some sometimes that's just that's just the way it'd be. All right, so ruin my life. We get to the first party song of the album, but this is a party song with a darker tinge than they usually have. Yeah, because like usually it's like it's at least like presented in like a funny, like somewhat argue satirical way of like being like, yeah, I'm gonna get effed up and I'm gonna yeah. ha- like have a fun time, but like they're really like, yeah, I'm just gonna go ruin my life. Yeah, you know what this song reminds me of? It's War Child, but not as good. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, War Child's a top, top tier. Oh, it's a very Hollywood good Undead banger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, um, so, and this this is kind of one, some of my overall thoughts on the album, too. And, like, this album feels like 
the 38-year-old version of Notes from the Underground. It's like, mm. these 38-year-old dudes are still, like, partying, but, like, they go a little bit slower than they used to. Yep. And they're really, it's really starting to catch up to them. Yep. I like the use of the term slow, because I call this, this is a very low-energy song. In fact, I might say this is Jed Bush's favorite song. Oh, that's, that is, that, that is castigating. Can't you see, like, Jed Charlie Seen Bush stand there going, please clap. <laughs> but, but, Brad, didn't you love when they sing, I'm going over when my la, 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 la. Like, okay. Yeah, that, that lyric, I was like, okay. I do think this song would be fun live. It would be fun. <laughs> I thought my, my favorite lyric from it was, I think tonight I'll finally lose it, roll a blunt before I booze it, keep drinking till I puke it. <laughs> I love that they were just, like, honest, where they were like, this is that party music, club banger, no acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they, they know what they're, yeah. they know what they're crowd They know like. what they're doing, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I wasn't a fan of the song, but what, what'd you think of it? I, I thought it was catchy. I gave it a 14. I gave it a 7. Oh. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Let me crank it up. How dare you? I love that that's happened twice so far. <laughs> but hey, if we both love different aspects of the album, that's okay with me. Yeah, that's, that's fine. But we're getting into another one called yep. Hourglass. Mm -hmm. And when I first heard that intro, I thought, oh no, this is going to be more rain. Yeah, this is going to be a sad, like, slow one. But it's not. Yeah, but then we get that early 2000s guitar yep. solo. And yeah. Interesting thing about this album. there This had a lot of, like, early 2000s pop punk energy. It like, did, and that's not the last that. song that had that mm -hmm. energy. Yeah, very interesting. What'd you think of it? I love I love the songs where they all talk about how fly they are. And I think we, we get a mention from everybody except Funny Man on this album, and it's hilarious. Yep, yep. Um, and, like, there's a lot of beat changes in this album that I really appreciate. And it's kind of like, I think it's what they, like, do, maybe not best because I'm not a music person. Yeah. But it's what it's one of their most interesting components with their songs. They, they typically change up the flow. Yeah. And I like that a lot. I thought it was the, the term Lost Boys was kind of oh, weird in yeah. this one. I'm like, what are you guys, 12? <laughs> like, th this was them trying to, like, reach back in time and, like, kind of reclaim a little bit of that swan songs, swan songs energy. Mm -hmm. Lost Boys <laughs> Never <laughs> Die. Okay, well, my favorite lyrics was, You just need to keep up with me and Charlie Scene. Feet down and we're on the street now. Undead, wild, and free now. Danny, get him, let him bleed out. J3T, just part the sea now. <laughs> My favorite lyric was, we don't need the sun, we are the lights. <laughs> you know, with this one, my final thought was, it's not bad, it's certainly okay, but it didn't really, it wasn't really like banger levels for me. I like, thought it was a lot of fun. I uh, gave it an 8. I gave it a 15. Oh, oh. <laughs> and that just, that just uh, stems from my pro-Hollywood Undead bias, and that's okay. And that's, that's okay, you know, we, we all have our biases. Uh, we're going to have to make some executive decisions because there's a few ties <laughs> here already. But lead us into the next song, Curtis. So Go to War is the second war song on this album. Yes. But this one is a lot more fun for me. Mm -hmm. I think this, this to me, is a quality workout jam. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Again, with the, with a lot of these, I've only because this is a new album. I've only listened to them like once or twice, mm -hmm. so it'll take me a while to give me a full thoughts on it. But yeah, I, at this point, I've listened to this album through about five times. My first thought was, "Will you lead me to war, funny man?" Sorry, I don't trust Lieutenant Danny. He seems too pretty. <laughs> <laughs> 
And okay, so I had two favorite lyrics from this one mm-hmm. because yep, yep. I wonder if one of them's mine. Okay, so the first one is eight bar dealer, four four killer, start straight lose it, Ray Lewis type hitter. Yep, right. And then the other one, I love the Ray Lewis football reference. Heartless won't even hug mom. Charlie don't ever bust whack. <laughs> it's like. Charlie, oh, you, you forgot the second part of that. Charlie, don't ever bust whack all these kids on the nutsack. <laughs> it's like, Charlie, scene. how old are you and you won't hug your mom? Come on, man. <laughs> it's because he's a bad dad himself. <laughs> like, okay, Hollywood Dead has always kind of had this weird, edgy vibe. Yeah. This song just has that. It's slightly more self-aware, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is the type of lyric like a 10-year-old would write. <laughs> yep. What else did you think? I mean, I just, I just thought it was a lot of fun. It had some, it honestly, it had some American tragedy vibes for me. It did. I wasn't the biggest fan of Danny's chorus in this, which Danny, most of the time, I like Danny's stuff, but every once in a while, his voice just kind of gets a little eh. I, I liked Danny's part in this. That's okay. Personal. I gave it a ten though. I gave it a fifteen point five. Oh, okay, okay, so that's closer. Closer. Getting, getting a little closer. Just, just a little bit, just a little bit. So let's just add that up. Okay. So that was war. So the go to war. Go to war. And then, Curtis, lead us into the next one, please. Alone at the top. Num- point number one. Ah, yes, the Danny song. <laughs> there had to be at least one on this album. Oh, yeah, that's that's how it goes. And I wrote, this is some tastier Danny at long last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like the mix of heavy and soft music within this. Yeah, I really like that, too. Um, <laughs> this is what I call easy Hollywood undead listening. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> My favorite lyric was, just hold oh, no. on, don't let it slip <laughs> away, cause all I've got is wasted memories. <laughs> just Danny being a sad boy. Yep, this is a very early 2000s, Danny's leading the charge, yep. and he's just, he's just enjoying himself, or yep. just, just being sad. Yep, yep, yep. Danny just needs to release, like, a church album. Just do it, Danny. <laughs> we know you want to. <laughs> yeah, I like the song, though. I thought mm-hmm. it was... I usually like Danny solo songs, yeah. just because I think it's it's different. <laughs> Such as uh, Ghost Beach. <laughs> Ghost Beach. Yeah, excuse me. Do you know where L.A. is, sir? No, but I think that we're going to get to a song where I think they've found L.A. Oh. That's that's a tease, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, did they finally find L.A.? <laughs> it could be the sequel. It could it just could be. What'd you give this? I song? gave us a 14.5. I like this song. Nice. I gave it a 10. Okay. <laughs> Like that that's right that's right on the fringe of like almost a banger for me. Yes, just almost a banger. But now we're talking about a very Wild good in song. The streets. Wild, Wild in the streets. <laughs> this is a good song, man. Yeah. I like this I song. I really like that they all get to sing in this one. Mm-hmm. This one is fun. Like I believe this was the second single that they released. Mm-hmm. And you can tell cuz like they're like all right, we're going to bring the sauce in the second in the second one. Yeah, that's always cool. What what else did you think about this one? I mean, just like the just like Alone at the Top, this song has a great flow. I love the speeding up and slowing down to like their lyrics and mm-hmm. um Yeah, like it's it's a fun gangsta song. It is. My favorite lyric was King Kong, steamroll these mofos. And my my favorite was Haunted by Tainted Love, come in and aim on us. <laughs> Oh, funny yeah. man. And Johnny Three Tears finally sounds good in this one. Like, he sounds really good. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to be honest. I like Johnny Three Tears. Yep. Sometimes, though, I feel like he uses the same lyrics. He either mentions the devil, yep. talks about how hard he is, or yep. how much of a gangster he is. And I like it, I like it where he can be aggressive, but there's actually, like, 
a little bit more... Um, a little more meat on the bones? A little more meat on the bones other than, I'll kill you with Dan in hell when you die. <laughs> <laughs> but he is going to put you in the dirt. He will put you in the dirt. I'd say this is... I think this is a really strong song. Yeah. I like this song. The yep. chorus is great. I mm-hmm. just really enjoyed it. Yep. Very, very fun. I gave it a 15.25. I gave it a 16. Nice. I love how we're just going wild. <laughs> we're going wild with these scores. Wild, wild with, with these scores. People are wild with scores. <laughs> Alright, so lead us into the next one, Curtis. Dangerous. D- dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. D- dangerous. Uh, Alright, so okay, let's talk about the positives first. Okay. The yeah, positive yeah. of this song is I love that they finally let Funny Man speak some Spanish. That's true. That's like, true. Because like he is he is part Mexican mm-hmm. and uh, they don't usually leverage that. Yep. So I think that that's cool. And okay. it's uh, it's part of the resurgence of Funny Man as seen yep. in this album. My favorite lyric was "Kamikaze Killer Chief and Geronimo Orale Chicas, Welcome to Me Barrio." <laughs> Funny Man, Soy El Sekiro. I don't need to rob you. I'm already rich. <laughs> My favorite lyric was "All you clowns is so bozo. F with me, that's a no no." Okay, so with that lyric, you know what that reminded me of? Do you remember the Lonely Island song with Solomon Ben Laden? Yep, yep. Negotiate. That's, that's a no no. <laughs> This song is goofy. We gotta do a, a Lonely Island, Island uh, yes. album, by the way. That'd yes, be we will. And I okay. So there's another lyric in this one where J Dog uses the word "sus," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, J Dog, did you just? You see are your, 39 years old, J Dog. Did you see your kid playing Among Us? And you're like, man, that sus sounds pretty good. I'm gonna throw <laughs> that in there. So my my last my last uh, point is this song could be a banger if the chorus was just more memorable. The chorus just sucks. Yeah, it's not fair. The chorus is just kind of eh. But like, but like, I I do think that the verses are fun. Yeah, it's fun. I gave it a thirteen. I really like this one. This is our first identical score. Oh, nice, nice. It's always good to get identical mm-hmm, score. Mm-hmm. That means we're keeping it in the family. Keep it in the family. Hey, we might have to change the name of this podcast and just keep it in the family. <laughs> keep it in the family music. <laughs> but so, we finally have... Okay, I thought when I heard saw the song titles, I'm yeah. like, is this a sequel? <laughs> and the answer is... No. No. <laughs> but it, it is not what I expected, let no, me tell you. No, no. I, like, I expected, okay, this is, is this going to be like another song about like them trying to be better dads? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, it's about being with a toxic person. Yeah, yeah, and like... This song has a different vibe from basically any other Hollywood and Dead song that I've heard. Yeah, what's and I love that. Yeah, it's obviously a breakup song, and it's emo, but it has this weird like circus. Yeah, yeah. Like what what is going on? It's a lot of fun. Very memorable. Very re-listenable. I've listened to this a bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, This is like their take on a pop punk song. It is like it has very like it reminds me a lot of Set It Off. Yeah. Which I never thought I would say, talking about Hollywood Undead. (laughs) (laughs) You ever thought they'd be alone together in the same room? (laughs) Nope, nope. And my favorite lyric was, all I ever did was try to help, and all you ever did was give me hell. I fell under your spell, only looking out for yourself, now it's time for you to go and ruin someone else. Mm. I had two favorite lyrics. The first was, I heard you laugh as I was breaking. (laughs) And then the the second one was, bed of nails every night, I slept with a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) My point was, it's different, so it's better. Yep. yep. Because with Hollywood Undead, (laughs) okay, I know you're a little bit more of a Hollywood Undead fan than I am. That's okay. I still do enjoy some of their songs, but the thing with them is that, like, overall, their quality might not be great, but you'll find something. 
Well, yeah, just exactly. Something. We are going to the Golden Corral, and you're going to find at least something that you can choke down. Yeah, Come on. Exactly. <laughs> something that might give you diarrhea the next day, but you at least say, you know, it was good while that I was a, That was a decent okay time. Yep. I uh, gave this one a 13.5. I gave it a 16.5. Ooh, nice. This song had some dark miracles energy, by the way. Oh, it did. <laughs> Tried to help you, but you were laughing, laughing. <laughs> So, Brad, Ooh. tell us about Trap God. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, this is one of the good ones. <laughs> okay, okay, Let, let's let's get into this. Um, <laughs> are you a real? I just have to ask: Are you a real Trap God or a real rock star? <laughs> I am both. And like, okay, maybe I've just gotten older, but these <laughs> songs sometimes I'm just like, ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think it does have some good parts, though. Yeah. I think it has some good chorus, has some good verses. My favorite lyric was, pour the gasoline, huh? Light up the matches, huh? Question everything, don't trust a smile. This is FM radio, don't touch that beeping dial. Now, here's a question, Brad. Do you know what a trap god is? What is a trap god? <laughs> so I had to look this up, because despite the fact that I am 26 years old, I should know this by now. Yeah. This is my generation. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. So a trap god is the one who rules the area where drug deals are carried out. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Okay, because I've heard of the term trap houses yeah. before. Yeah, that's, and that's I've heard of that's that. where people were literally rent an apartment just to use to make a whole bunch of drugs. Yeah, yeah. I I totally miss that because is there, are there any mention of like drugs throughout this other than trap god? Uh, there probably are, and I just I, yeah, they're probably. Are well, yeah, there there is because like um, okay, so my favorite lyric jumping to that um, is yeah, we keep this block hot, so run when we pop shots, we heat up this hot box, okay. which is smoking, yeah, and we pray to the trap gods. That makes sense <laughs> because Hollywood and Dead has started their own cannabis brand <laughs> yeah, called Dove and Grenade. <laughs> and aren't they moving locations? Because like I feel like they said that like California was like screwing them or some state was screwing them. Um, yeah. So, Hollywood Undead, you know, officially branded weed, funny man special. So actually, um, when I first heard this song, it has kind of a serious tone in some places, so I thought yep. it was more of a serious song, but like, like listening to it for this podcast purposes, like, this song actually is more par- party-oriented than I initially thought, yeah. just in a grungier way. Yeah, it's definitely got some... Gro- not gross out to it, but... A little grime. A little grime. It just doesn't... To me, it just doesn't really feel that great. I'm like, okay, I've I've heard them do this again. They're ready. This is definitely this is definitely not new material for them. No, I not. do like how the chorus like kind of explodes every time. That is cool. Like that that's a, that's a fun aspect. All right. What score? Let me did guess. You, you gave this song three. No, no, no. I gave it a nine. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I gave it a sixteen. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, we're, see, you know, it's always fun when we disagree. Yep. It's yep, ever fun. Yep. We're like, well, all these songs we agree on. <laughs> I can already tell we're going to have to make some executive decisions. Well, hey, at least, unlike President Podcast, where we basically agreed on everything, Yeah. now we agree on nothing. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You know, that's just how it goes. All right, so let's get on to the next one, though. There is, is much to discuss with these last four songs. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Happy When I Die. Wow. My first thought when I hearing this one, I'm like, is this just Bullet? This might be Bullet. Like, okay, so, spoiler alert, I love this song. I like it, I too. I think it's a really good song. It's, it again, it's unique mm-hmm. from the rest of this song's vibes. Yeah. Um, 
to me, it's like a it's like a weird fusion of medicine, bullet, and up in smoke. That is a very good way to put it. And what I put it is this is the Charlie Storytime song and why he's sad. And I just have to say, Funny Man has a part where he sings and he's very sad. Yeah, yeah, like this to me like this tells me a lot more about Funny Man than it tells me about uh Charlie cuz like um I was kind of thinking about this. It's like there you have like a really good show, right? And you have yeah. a lot of characters and like it's a serious tone, but there's all usually like a comic relief character. Yeah. And you know that like when the show gets deep into it and you start seeing like the funny character break down, they're like, "Oh wow, like this is a lot more emotionally like arresting for me because yeah. we're seeing like basically Michelangelo breakdown or like yeah. um my my first thought was like Tyrion Lannister's arc in season four of Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. when he like go when he like has all that terrible stuff happen to him and you see him like kind of break yeah. at the end you're like well I that that's way too hard to talk about for this funny man song but it's what I thought of yeah my favorite lyric was because I'm sociopathic in a little fashion like a young Charles Manson in a recent Ted Danson <laughs> try to cause a distraction Charlie wait what happened <laughs> my favorite was funny man's part when he was like wasting away lost my baby and i don't know why but i've been faded like all my life sometimes mm-hmm. i question if the pain is ever worth my high i talk to god but he ain't ever answer mm-hmm. i really wish i had a reason to ask for some peace back because in my life i don't relax a heart attack i feel my love is starting to relapse why'd you make funny man sad man <laughs> <laughs> and i think that like this this song like kind of reinforces the idea of like this is what partying is like 20 years later. Yeah. When your body is failing you and you're like, is this high even worth the pain anymore? Yeah, yeah. I wonder like how much these guys legitimately party. Because obviously we know during their swan song days they were wild. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. I but, wonder, like, but now that they're all dads. Yeah. I sure hope for their own well-being yeah. that they're not partying that Me much. Me too. Yeah. But it is an interesting meditation on like, kind of like, oh yeah, like, Partying sucks long term. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. like this one though a lot. I yeah. gave it a fifteen. I gave it a nineteen. Ooh, that is close. <laughs> certified banger for me. Certified banger. Now, um, I don't think I would ever give a twenty to any song for an album that just came out. No. Like, I feel like twenties you gotta let sit with you for a while. Like this song very well could be a twenty though in the future. Yeah, when when the song album has just came out, you gotta be careful because sometimes. You can think, oh, this song is really great, but then you listen to it later and you're like, eh, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's got some cool elements, but it's just kind of not aged particularly well. Yep. But that's okay because we're moving on to the next song. This is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Reclaim. Mm. I thought the riffs are actually really good in this, mm-hmm. and that's not particularly something I know as a lot of Hollywood <laughs> Undead songs. Most yeah. of the time, it's like they have one guitar rift. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not they're not that great when it comes to instrumentals, but I like the instrumentals in this one. Yeah, this this one was very like it was a good mix of hard hard and like rap. Mm-hmm. And this song seems like one I could listen to again. And when it comes to listening to albums all the way through, I will give extra points if after like a long period where the songs are like okay, that's pretty good, that's okay. When one actually makes me bob my head a little mm-hmm. bit, I'm like okay. Okay, I'm getting into this one. I feel like Happy When I Die followed by Reclaim is the best two-pack on this album. Yeah, sometimes Hollywood Undead doesn't really have good transitions, and this one isn't a great transition, but it still like gets you going from, like, okay, sad to fast. Yeah, yeah. My favorite lyric was, Remember me, you had my feet inside the grave. Inquisition, the truth is at stake. I'll burn it down just to call myself
yourself a martyr. Retribution, welcome to the slaughter. That was exactly my favorite lyric. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm surprised we haven't had the same favorite lyric more often on this album, but it's fun. Yeah, it gives well, us some diversity. To talk again, about. because it's a rap rock, there's going to be more lyrics yeah, to talk about. Exactly. I really, really like the song. I gave it a 17. Ooh, nice. I gave it an 18. Ooh. So, just to clean up some of what I thought, um, it's everything I love about serious Hollywood and Dead songs. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's it's very it bops. It's got some fun lyrics. Yep. Um, lyrically, it's actually it most reminded me of Prey because it's yeah. about like kind of taking back and like owning your own pain and like pushing through it yeah definitely and i dig it very much it's a, it's a very good one but now we're getting into city of the dead Ooh, okay number one brad lay mm-hmm. this song is about danny finding la <laughs> that's true change my mind <laughs> he, he does find la and yep. it doesn't necessarily make him happy no he does not uh, we need we need a third. We need a threequel to this now. Yeah. I almost thought like, okay, is this song like a sequel to Day of the Dead? I'm like, no, it's a sequel to Where's LA. Yep. Where's LA? Where's LA? <laughs> and this song is way sadder than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, when I heard this title, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be one of their hard hitting songs yeah. or one of the more poppy sounding songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it isn't really either. Of no, those no. Songs. It, it's like, okay, so it reminds me a lot of. Um, Whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. That's and which favorite. is a very good song. Mm-hmm. My favorite lyric was the life in her eyes seemed to fade away. She sold all her bones for the money. Mm. And I'm effing stoned. Ain't it lovely? And why is my soul so hungry for a broken heart? She sold all her bones for the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my favorite was spitting up this blood again so I can bring this flood again. Noah's Ark is sinking in. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's so deliciously it. edgy. It's so good. And uh, hot take. In my opinion, this is Danny's best work on this album. Yeah, I thought he did a really yeah, good job. I really liked his his lyrics on this. Yeah, I like this one fairly. I gave it a 12. I gave it an 18.5. Ooh, man. <laughs> this is my favorite of their singles. Okay. I did not realize this was a single. Mm-hmm. This, uh, so, this, this was the third single, and then Trap God was the fourth single. Mm. But now, we have moved on to the final song on this album. And it is, is it all right? All right. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you, did you think this song was all right? I did think it was very all right. Yeah, um, it, was, it was all right. This, I, I thought that this um, this song and album were about, like, kind of trying to, like, pick up the pieces of, like, a really hard-lived life. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually, the song was pretty poppy. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was funny that Danny even got Johnny Three to sing sweetly. Yeah, he that's did. when you know it's good when he's like, "I'm gonna sing with the voice of an angel." Mm-hmm. I thought it was a solid, like, kind of contemplative end to like the album. Yeah, yeah, I be- thought it was interesting because, like, kind of like talking about, like, okay, here's what we talked about. We talked about like how tough partying is, but like, am I going to be all right? Mm-hmm. From like this life that I've lived. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of coming home from New Empire Part Two. Now, here's the thing. At first, I was like, okay, Coming Home is better. Then I listened to Coming Home. I'm like, no, this no. song is better. Yeah. Like, Coming Home is not very good. I'm coming home. <laughs> I'm coming home. I, 
can just see th- their family way at the door like, please leave. I don't want you here. Let me just say, if we go back and listen to home uh, to New Empire Part 2 after listening to this album, I have a feeling it'll be even more trash. Yeah, I'll be like, this is a 50 overall, or a 49. Not good. So my favorite lyric was, uh, I'm sorry if I hurt you, the pain was meant for me. Mm. And that, that actually is probably one of the most profound lyrics on this album. Yeah. Because it's talking about like, I mean, basically, like, hurt people hurt people. Yeah, ultimately. exactly. My favorite lyric was, I'm either water in the river or am I sinking like a stone? Hope my soul can be delivered because I'm dying to make it home. Again, mm. liked how the callback to make it home. Yeah. I like the imagery of, am I going to just flow on and keep going or am I going to sink? Mm-hmm. And I really want some renewal or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought they actually tried to make a good outro song. Yeah. So I got to give some extra points Oh, yeah, like a very solid outro song. Yeah, so I'm going to give this one... You know what? I'm going to give Bump it, it up. A, Bump I'm it up. Give, I'm going to give it a 15. Yeah. What now would you going to give it? I give it a 17. Nice. So let's let's get let's get that scored. And while I'm getting all this scored, Curtis, where are some of your final thoughts on this album? All right, so um, me being a Hollywood Undead fan, some mm-hmm. would say super fan, but I don't have any merch, so I don't think that makes me super fan. No. Um, I was shocked with how much I enjoyed this album. Yeah. Because, like, I enjoyed the singles. I thought they were solid. Mm-hmm. They didn't really, like... They didn't really, like, feel cohesive yeah. to me. But I think that's just the point of the album, to be, like, more diverse and kind of, like, to return to that diversity that, honestly, we haven't seen since Notes from the Underground. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, um, I was kind of, like, thinking about this, and, like, I think that, like... Um, Albums like Five and Day of the Dead are more top heavy. Yeah, they have like some songs that I would consider like more nineteen twenties. Yeah, but they also like the last the the bottom half of both of those albums, at least in terms of my rankings, are like really forgettable songs. Yeah. Whereas I think this album is a lot more consistent. Yeah, I agree. There's like, certainly some iffy songs yeah. overall, but there's enough variety yeah. here. That it really makes the album interesting. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a bold claim that mm-hmm. I'm probably going to upset the I don't know maybe one Hollywood and Dead fan that found us at some point. Yeah. In the coming millennia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> coming millennia. <laughs> this is my third favorite Hollywood and Dead album. Okay, I'm not going to make that claim just yet. Yeah, yeah. Listen to it a few more times. Yeah. We can always talk about it later. But like, yeah. To me, it goes uh, Notes from the Underground, American Tragedy, then this. Then probably five. Yeah, it definitely has a lot of interesting things about it, and I'm just gonna say so. Let me let me scroll down to my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I'd say their best songs are the ones that showcase their diversity. So mm-hmm. just to reclaim, which is heavy song, Wild in the Streets that showcase their funk gangster energy, mm-hmm. and ones that have sad boy energy. Yeah, and I also thought the album gets rid of some of the more worse elements because there's no like. There's no, like, horrible lyrics. Like, no. okay, there's some cringe lyrics. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing like, okay, this uh, this isn't about physical or sexual assault. Yeah, like, actual violence. And, like, there was no, there was no like, in, in terms of musically, like, cringy sounds, like, idol. Yeah. I'm yeah. not your idol, kid. I'm not your idol, kid. I'm just they a gangster. They put five versions of idol on that freaking album. <laughs> I'm sorry, that album is terrible. <laughs> they picked the worst song, like, here's five versions of it. <laughs> Can you imagine Gosh. if Disturbed release an album? They're like, "Do you want five versions of Devour? Here you go." <laughs> oh gosh, you had to pick Devour. Yeah. Uh, right. So I'm just gonna go over our overall scores. Yep, There's yep. a few ties, but they're actually towards the bottom. Gotcha. Okay. 
At number one, we got Reclaim with 17.5. I accept that. Happy When I Die with 17. Yep. All right, with 16. Wild in These Streets, 15.625. Nice. City of the Dead, 15.25. Lion Eyes, 15. Dangerous, 13. Go to War, 12.75. Trap God, 12.5. Alone at the Top, 12.25. Hourglass, 11.5. War War Me, 11.5. Chaos and Ruin My Life at the Bottom with 10.5. I gotta say, I can't believe that Chaos and Ruin My Life are both at the bottom. (laughs) Because I think Ruin My Life was significantly better than Chaos. But you believe the opposite. Yeah, I believe the opposite. And I thought Chaos was significantly better than Ruin My Life. But you believe the opposite. Alright, alright, alright. We're gonna have to do some rock, paper, scissors for this. Okay, which which one are we doing? Okay, so do we have just one tie? We have two two ties. Hourglass and World War Me. Which oh. one do you like better of those two? So, um, I like Hourglass better. Okay, I like World War Me better. Okay, so, uh, we're, okay, are we gonna do it on shoot? Yes, okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot! shoot. Alright, uh, rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot! 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 What the hell? We tied seven times in a row. All right, all right. Let's do this right, one more okay, time. Okay, how about this? How about this, Brett? Okay. Of these two ties, which do you feel more strongly about? Chaos. All right, you can have that one. I'll have the other tie. All right. So, so World War Me, Hourglass goes before World War Me. Yep. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> that was some unnatural family bonding right there. That was. I cannot believe we picked the same one. Seven <laughs> times in a row. Like, our brains just must be on the same general wavelength. Mm-hmm. All right, so overall score. All right, all right. So um, I realize that I have to do my work here. Yes, and, you do. Uh, drag up the average. Yeah, I knew you were going to. <laughs> but you see, I'm an honest man, and I give an honest score. Well, yeah, I do too. And I, I give, so far, this album the honest score of an 85. I give it a 73. That's all actually right. pretty close. I'll take it. All right, let's divide that by a two. And we have 79. Okay, that puts it just below... As Daylight Dies and Notes from the Underground tied at an 83.5, mm-hmm. but just above 1X at a 77.5. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. I think it is slightly, it's slightly better than 1X. Yeah, like, I, I might, so I might like 1X better, but 1X I think is, this is a better album yeah. overall. 1X is more nostalgic, obviously. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, obviously, <laughs> Curtis, you've picked like the last three, so now it's my turn to pick a few. Two and a half. Two and a half. But you you at least get the next two weeks. You have me at your mercy. We're going to listen to whatever you would like to listen to. Okay. Now, these next two ones, now I'm just going to tell you the first one, but let's just say it's going to be diverse. Okay, okay. Do I get any guesses? Yes. All, all right. right, all right. Hint number one. Okay. Ram. 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 Oh, these, these, these hints are getting, like, more and more vague as we go. <laughs> okay, so, like, Ram. Like the like the animal. Yes, like the animal. Is it? Are we talking about like biblical imagery ram, or like like a ram, like just just a straight up ram? You oh, know, he's just chilling. So I guess ram rams charge a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they headbutt things. Do you want me to tell you the next? Sense? Yes. All right. This is the heaviest of the ones I've ever listened to. Hmm. Hmm. Is it a Sabaton album? No. Hmm. I'm gonna give you one more hint. Okay. Okay. Horn. Is it an Amon Amarth album? Yes. Oh, Doctor. <laughs> this is their new album, The Great 
Heathen Army. Oh, here I hope we go. You're ready after the swan songs to get some <laughs> great heathen energy. And I, I will bet there's going to be at least one song on here that I know you're going to enjoy. Oh, I love it. I love it. Alright, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. This has been a lot of fun. Once again, we are Two Dudes Rank Tunes, and I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper. Stay ranking. Rank!